Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Okay. Well, I'll talk about that during the next episode because we're not doing that episode. Good point. Yeah, I really just kind of jumped the gun on that one a little bit. Good point. Jump the old gun there. Yeah. What did Nate, you guys tell us, know? Tell us again how you, this isn't a haircut. This is a new haircut you have. It's just. It's what not, is, what is, did you get it cut? No, it's just, it, I, I don't want it's you to think I got it cut. It's, it's just laying down weirdly right now. I this is, this is what the, happens when you ride dirt roads on four wheelers. Yeah. Dad what happens? A little, little greasy and you just rub it back. You just pull it right back with it. You know, when you, you go down to Pike County. Automatic. Montgomery County. Up. Pike Road, I think. It's Pike Road, excuse me. That's where we're Did going. you guys like my um, solo episode? I loved it, personally. Didn't watch all of it. it I did because I'm supportive. freaking minutes. I'm super supportive. You're not at all. Like, I feel like if you're not even... on the episode, you do not watch it or listen. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like I did. It's not even like a long one. Like I didn't listen to all the ones when I was on. My listen, I'm sorry. Macy wanted Macy wanted to watch The Office. She did not want to watch you. I'm sorry. No, no. But the thing is, is that from the time I put that out on Sad. Friday till till now, we were in the scene in Goodwill Hunting where they're like. <laughs> Hey, we're we gonna go to that certain burger place. And we're like, we're not going to that burger place that's 15 minutes out of the way because you like the takeout girl. And the guy's like, what have we got to do with it? We don't have 15 minutes. That's how I feel right now, Ben. Yeah, Goose Just, is also upset. He's he's like, he's yeah. beside himself. Goose is. Made, he's listened to it three times. I've made him listen to it three times. That's probably why he's barking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you'd have listened to the whole thing, you had a funny little. Yeah, funny little shout out to you at the end. Did you like I'm the not beginning done. at least where I said you're at a board meeting for a shopaholics nonprofit? No, I, like I, it's sold. Like I was, I thought it was a thing. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a legit thing. All right, so tonight, uh, recap the um, recap the Genesis. How sneaky, awesome, um, underrated uh, Riviera is, and uh, just is it underrated. Is it underrated? I, think, I think it is. I feel like this tournament gets nothing, and it's an freaking unbelievable track. Kind of a weird um, take. That what? That people think it's underrated? I, I think it's exactly, two out of the three of us don't think rated. it's underrated. I think it's wild. Like the, we look at, we can look at ratings. We can look at who's okay. Who's won the last three at at the Genesis? Who's won the Man, last? I don't three know who won the last right three. I don't know who won the last three players. What, if what I can really, is? if I can really think about it, I, I mean, I can guess it. I, there's no way I could guess Riviera. I, I just feel like it doesn't get management last year. I just don't feel like it gets the gets the love. It's awesome. Awesome. Bobby awesome. Fairways loves it. Loves it. That was that was a good video. Um, yeah. So up and downs, ins and outs, the Riviera. Talk about Phil a little bit, and then some of the Tigers interview and uh, t- interviews throughout the weekend, and just kind of go from there. Sound good. That yeah. a salmon color? Is that what that is? Salmon or pink? It's what is actually, this? it's just salmon. It is. That's salmon. actually you're wearing that in your Facebook profile picture. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I think I was wearing this visor too, if I'm not mistaken. I like lamp. Well, I, I love lamp. I love lamp. All right, here we go. Episode. Let me make sure I got my ad. I do love the fact that every time that Nate goes hunting or four wheel riding, we got to break out the camouflage. Every that's single time. That's all he's got. Yep. Anytime he's going to do anything country, he's got to have camouflage on. Well, he can't go, he can't go four-wheeler riding with your salmon pullover <laughs> on 
do a lot of no. country shit now. <laughs> Dude, there's mud flipping up, okay? You don't want to get that to get on your salmon and pull over. Listen, I'll take you guys out there one day, you know, maybe. Actually, I'll just take Kyle out there. Yeah, I'm down. You can just wear your white t-shirt, band and we can go mud riding. That's pretty, that's pretty I, funny. I did wear a white you, t-shirt yesterday on the big mud ride. Was, that's pretty funny. You assume that a kid from a town population 500 has never been mud riding. It's pretty. I didn't say you never been mud riding. <laughs> that's all you guys had on Friday night. Married a Connecticut County girl. Connecticut right. sausage. You married a Connecticut sausage? No, you didn't. <laughs> I would marry a Connecticut sausage because it's delicious. <laughs> Well, you better anyway. hurry up because they're running out of product. I just married you so I could eat you whenever I wanted to. <laughs> whenever I wanted to. All right, episode 140. Like you, you smell like sausage. You smell like sausage. All <laughs> right, here. I'm going to marry you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready and hit it. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's the Dad Bod Golf Pod, episode 140. We got the giggles because it's Monday, and we're ready to help you get the week started. Uh, it's Kyle, Ben, Nate, ready to rock, and a uh, great tournament this weekend. We're ready to talk about it. A lot of headlines. Yes. We're ready to just dive in. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. All the latest odds, totals, player performance props uh, to where the next coach is going to land. Uh, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website. There's a 50% sign on bonus. Use coupon code BLEAV, B L E A V, to get started. Give them 100 bucks. They're going to throw another 50 on top of it. Uh, bet online is where the game starts gentlemen mm-hmm. hope everybody had a great weekend it's time to talk some golf and this weekend was a great event that y'all don't think it that y'all don't think that it's underrated i think it's criminally underrated and that's the genesis invitational at riviera country club anything okay, well then you go first why do you think it's underrated because it's in la it's a star-studded field, and now it's even hosted by Tiger Woods. And okay. you can't use the fact that we don't know the last three winners. Yeah, okay. you can't use it because we don't know the last three winners of, like, just about any tournament that's been played. I mean, I, we could just – if we wanted to, we could look up ratings. We could look up buzz heading around it. I feel like we get fired up for the farmers, and then we don't really talk about uh, Riviera very much. Okay, recency um, bias. The buzz last year was phenomenal because Tiger got in a damn car wreck. That, that's the not the tournament. <laughs> That's not no, the but, tournament. No, Who but it won- created buzz. It was constant, but everybody wanted to watch the golf tournament to see if they'd talk about updates on Tiger. Kyle, I'm gonna, that, that I'm happened gonna, after the tournament. I'm going to say something. after the tournament was over. I think right now the Genesis is getting overshadowed by some other things that are swirling in the golf world. It could be that because be. Riviera is as iconic a golf course as yep. there as there is. I totally agree. I totally. What did agree. this tournament used to be called? It wasn't the Genesis. What was was it the Honda? Was it used to be the Honda. Honda. Yeah, Blaine. This is Honda. Blaine's best finish ever on the PGA Tour. Was that Riviera? Was that the Riviera? Wait, wow. I thought, yeah, like I thought the Honda. I, I think his was. I thought he had like um, a T three. When I was a car guy, I remember he had a T three, and I tried to speak to him on the run. I was like, "I'm a Blaine. Good, 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 good. Yeah, we better we better make sure we correct that. And make sure that's that's actually correct. But yeah, no, I just feel like I feel like that it's just I just don't feel like. um 
I feel like the golf, like the typical golf people, like golf people love it. But like, I just don't think that Riviera as a course gets much hype. I kind of feel like it's a, you know, we didn't ever, none of us ever even remotely mention it in tournaments that we would like to win. Um, and it's, it's outside of majors, uh, and the players, uh, it's a, I just think it's a criminally underrated, awesome tournament. You're right. It typically does have a star studded field. Uh, but I don't know. I just kind of, we didn't, we didn't name it, but I mean, it's not a major, it's not the players. It's not the kickoff of the season as far as like the farmers is concerned. So, I mean, I don't think it's under, I just think it's kind of maybe middle of the pack, maybe right around number eight, nine, 10, something around there. It does get cursed from being the hangover tournament after waste management. I will say that. That's that is it. pretty. That's, a, that's actually a pretty, pretty tough. Yeah, slate. after having to follow that after that, yes. all that excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that because that. I mean, because what no, waste management is the most hyped tournament outside of the five, just you know, including the players, the four majors and and, and the players. I get what you're saying, guys. I just don't think it's like I don't think the word is underrated. Maybe underappreciated. We just okay. What's tell me the difference? What's the difference between those two words? <laughs> Under because as I said, I think it's right there at like six, seven, eight, nine, ten as far as tournaments are concerned. Because it's not one of the majors, and it, you know, it's not the kickoff to the season, but it's not down there with the Barbasol. I mean, whoa! I'm not saying I'm not saying it's there. I just don't feel like. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Well, so maybe t- tell me this, Kyle. If it has like if it's mid March, if it's just anywhere else. In the schedule, because there's some this there's a pretty banger lineup. You got the farmers at Tory, then you got the waste management. I just think it falls Pebble Beach to yeah, yeah Pebble Beach is in there. You got those it, four in a row, four awesome yeah. tournaments. Uh, okay, maybe in a different spot it gets more. Okay, how much do you think you watched of this tournament versus the other three? When, so, I'm talking about Tory, uh, Pebble Beach, and the waste management. Probably four. I watched, I watched this probably, probably 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 the. Probably a bad analogy for somebody like me. I, I mean, I watch them all weekend, every round. <laughs> I watched I watched the most of Waste Management and then Pebble. And I've fallen in love with this ESPN Plus coverage, so I'm watching just about as much as I possibly can. <laughs> but I was riding dirt right yesterday. I just caught myself. I guess I just caught myself. And maybe I'm just – maybe this is just a me thing. Maybe it's just a me thing. I caught myself watching this golf course, and I, and I know multiple holes. And I'm like, why the heck don't I get fired up to what I'm gonna, I know like several holes, like because it's such an iconic course. Why, why do I not get so f- fired up to watch this, like start to finish, uh, Thursday through Sunday? And I don't know, maybe I'm just talking to myself, but anyway, it was a great tournament. Uh, I get what t- you're saying because I mean, the, the whole like 10, every, I mean, 10, some of the greatest from, pictures, be eagle putt to uh, friggin' triple, yeah, I mean, six, it, you got the bunker in the middle of the green, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 18, like how many iconic pictures do you have of a winner coming in on 18? You got the hill covered with people. It wasn't necessarily that way this time, but you just got all the. It, it's just no. They had a the, good. They had a good crowd. It was. You got the clubhouse, time. the iconic clubhouse sitting up on top of the hill. I mean, I don't know. I just I love Riviera. Um, my pro uh, that I caddied for uh, last summer, he was a he was a member there. So whoa, um, he had a lot of Riviera stuff, and he talked about you know, Riv the whole time. So that's uh, a big flex. Yeah. One of the best tweets I saw all weekend was some rando that got retweeted. And I wish I had a retweeter at least saved their bookmark there or something. And the tweet I'm paraphrasing here, but it said something like uh, just your typical conversation at Riviera. 
There are four guys over there talking about the issues they're having with their private plane as I go grab my keys to get my Honda Accord. <laughs> oh, that was pretty phenomenal. That is great. How do you the, feel about the Porter Johns here at Riviera? <laughs> the yeah. Porter John, mid-game Porter John move. That, yeah, you got the you got the like the best of both worlds. Like from the average golfer that's driving the Honda Accord to the guys in there that are talking about their private jets. Amazing. So that's the only first team. Like, so like, what are we doing? Like two thousand, four thousand dollar Nassau, or like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> two and two, and it's and it's two grand. How many zeros grand. are we putting? Are we doing twenty grand, two hundred grand. Max press? No, Max no, press. no. I thought I thought we said two dollars. No, two thousand. <laughs> we don't do that. So anyway, Joaquin Neiman, who yes. I'm, this is another one. I'm shocked. His only this was his first win. Um, wins uh, at Riviera, and sort of had a uh, one of the first wire to wire finishes. I think since in 1969. Nice since last week. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a lot of years. I'm not going to yep. do that math, but it's a bunch. And um, it was Charlie Sifford who did it last. 53. Old Charlie. Yep. Old man Sifford's son. Love it. Uh, jo- so, Joaquin, love love him. Young guy. He is uh, – Joaquin. <laughs> Joaquin, whatever. Joaquin, he, Joaquin. That guy could be voted the number one guy that does not look like either his first nor his last name, but no. yet we call him Joaquin Phoenix. Yep, there you go. There you go. 63, 63, 68, Amen. 71. And he had a chance. He had a four putt to lose on the last hole, mm-hmm. uh, or four putt to tie. Sorry, four putt to tie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he parred it and, and wins it by two over a pretty stacked uh, top five Kyle Morikawa, um, Cameron Young, uh, Adam Scott, Victor Hovland, uh, and then Justin Thomas was right there too. So, uh, Scotty Scheffler. I mean, you had a very star yeah, set field. Great back to back for Scotty Scheffler. I love seeing a guy. I, I would definitely miss the cut after I win a tour event. Oh yeah. Um, I love a, I love a guy coming back and just getting right back in the thick of it. You see my boy Rory coming was, to the uh, states. Yes, he did. Was Top there, ten. Was today playing a little tougher? I just I, when I scrolled through the leaderboard, there was a lot of guys backing up. I mean, Neiman shot even and one shooting even. I just you should never really do that on a PGA tournament. You should never they win had, shooting even on the last day. They had the pins tucked today. There was nothing yeah. center of the green at all. It played I don't Kyle, I don't know. I wouldn't say US open style, but it they definitely had it where everything was in a corner and the greens were hard. They were dried out. They didn't wet them. So I mean it, they, a lot the, of 68s to was, 72s. What was, what was mm-hmm. the part what's the part is 17 apart? No, 17 is a par four, isn't it? Or par three. I think it was 17. They're hitting nine irons in, Nate, and they couldn't hold a green. Yeah. Yikes. Those <laughs> like greens are, some of those greens are really tiny, by the way. Yeah. Very tiny. Um, yeah, so uh, Joaquin, or Joaquin Neiman, first first win, big okay. time. Um, were there any anything interesting uh, throughout the turn? I mean, there's a lot of stuff. But like, where do you all want to go first? Like, what what's something that you want to talk about about the tournament that, that really stood out to you? I don't have a lot on this. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I I'll just go, a tournament. I didn't pay much attention to it. I'll go first. I like uh, on ten. I saw uh, one thing that stood out because I told you on ten that that's one of my favorite holes in golf. It's it's anywhere from two eighty five to I think it plays around three ten. Whenever they got it tucked back and they got and so those guys are hitting anywhere from three wood to driver, and DJ had to. It was either day one or day two he had to basically hit it sideways in the bunker to hit it out of the bunker again because he knew he wouldn't be able to hold the green from where he was. And I I love that. and go. I love watching – it sounds terrible to say that, but I love watching pros struggle and have to 
like on on 10 have to go sideways like around a tree even though it's a 300 yard hole i get and, and take their medicine i totally get the analytics of of going for it i totally mm-hmm. get it like the anal- but literally on 10 unless you miss it short there is nowhere on that whole like area of the of the world where you can make birdie like there's just no it's like impossible to make birdie any of the bunker shots if you miss it left it's absolutely death death if you miss it long you're gonna have about 150 in by the time it hits cart path rolls long all that good stuff if you, if land you miss it, it right you can't ever get it on the green yeah you can't stop it you could go literally bunker to bunker um it's uh it, it's i i totally get the analytics behind it but I don't remember seeing many people at all not hitting it for the very, very front of the green, the, the whole layup area where you lay it back and it's like a hundred and so y'all a hundred some odd yards uh, from the layup area. I mean, it was just rip driver, rip driver. Um, JT I would love said to know- that before his round today, JT said uh, they'd ask him about making a push down the run. Cause he was within score. I mean, he, Everybody was six, seven, eight, nine, ten shots behind the leader. So I mean, yeah. it's like, what do you do? And it's like you got to pick and choose your holes. And so somebody asked him about ten, and he said, and he went with his game plan. He said, iron off the tee. He said, I've got to be able to hold that green on the second shot. Iron off the tee. So yeah. you got to wonder with him doing that, like how many of them. I'm like you. I know what the numbers say. I know the analytics. And if they do, if they hit a perfect driver, a perfect three wood, and they're just short of the green, everything's everything's great. Yeah. But if you go right or and it's amazing how many of them duck hook it left. I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know if they're holding off. It goes forever too when you when you hit yeah. it left. And, and there's trees right there off the green. Like it's just it's a diabolical little short par four. It's awesome, absolutely awesome. A lot of drama there. I kind of wish it was later in the round. Uh, I wish it was you know like a sixteen or a seventeen. That way they could um, you know ha- kind of like seventeen at. At the waste uh, management. At the waste management. I wish yeah. it was somewhere like that. I feel like six is an awesome par three, and it's too early in the round that I don't feel like it gets the ample TV coverage. Got the mm-hmm. pot bunker literally in the middle of the green. It does a donut, and you got a pot bunker right in the middle of it. Um, stuff like that's re- just just really cool. One um, reminds me of, like, the judge in Montgomery. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's so elevated. And when mm-hmm. they hit it, it seems like it goes forever. And then none of them hit the fairway either, which is amazing to me. I don't know how wide that fairway – it looks huge from the tee box. And they're all hitting three woods, and none of them ever hit the fairway. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how – it must be like 20 yards wide when you get down there. Yeah. Um, another cool thing that I saw, uh, Ben and Nate, was the, the line that Victor Hovland took on – I think it's 15. Did you all see this? The last part five? No, it's a par four. It's a par four. Um, there is, uh, I think it's oh, yeah. Yeah. 17 that runs back down parallel um, with the hole, and it's a dog leg right. So everybody has to hit a big cut, um, a big cut on that hole, and then it's a really tough second shot. But what Hovland found was a little gap in the trees. And if you go back and watch, just search him on the PGA Tour app uh, on Twitter, our PGA Tour on Twitter, he hit it up. So 17 greens right beside him. He hit it up the fairway on 17, and he had like 150, 165-yard shot. It's gigantic landing area, gigantic landing area. He did it all four days. All four days. Um, And it got me thinking, like, at what point in time 
some of these old courses like this, are they going to start doing the in course out of bounds stuff? Like at what point in time are they going to start doing that? Like it's got to be coming soon. Or do you think they'll just let it be? I don't know. I think they let if he's the only one doing it, like then they kind of got so much blowback when they did that with Bryson that they were like, look, he's the only one that's doing that. Like you're literally making the rule for him. So that kind of sucks. Um, so like he was or the only one he was the only one that did it this tournament. So if, if they did that, it'd be like, okay, so you're picking on the one guy. Like nobody if, else out of a hundred man field is doing it but him. What if next year like half the field plays it that way because it then, does look yeah. like a, then yeah i think you're probably going to get an in course out of bounds it reminded me of uh bubba uh i think it was the zozo over in japan there's some there's a crazy video of this par five where he it's a big swooping there's this big swooping like dog leg and he is hitting like it's funny because you know how they have the signs by the hole that's got like all the sponsors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like he's hitting underneath the legs of the sign, uh, perpendicular to the right, hitting this like cutting over like three or four holes. Like it's it's uh it's wild. I love I love stuff like that, but I kind of feel like the PGA Tour is not going to like. They're going to try to put, they're they're put a stop to that. But what can they're you? Bored. I mean, what can you do if you besides reworking the course? Like you can't you can't stop. You can't not allow lines. Yeah. I, I, I don't think so. Well, it's that whole saying, that, you know, you hear pros say, take what the course gives you. Yeah. That's what the course is giving him. So that's what he's taking. So I guess that's the only way that they're going to do it is to be able to, to cut it off. Um, I, I don't know if, if it's part of the course and that they ought to be able to use it. If he's not going out of bounds, then, that, I mean, that's just – I like the creativity. I like the fact that they try it because if he if he totally screws up, he's taking triple on that hole. Yeah, <laughs> that's the. I mean, there's blocks at way right. Yeah, risk over there. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I don't have a problem. It was the same thing with Bryson on that uh, one course that he was doing it. That they, you know, during the practice rounds he was doing it, and they were saying it was still tough for him to get up and down. Like he was still bogeying even in practice rounds, and then they still made it ob. And it's like, yeah, he's clearly proven he can't birdie it from there. Like it's dumb for him to do it, but he's doing it anyway. Just let him do it. Yeah. Risk reward. How about when Bryson was like, yeah, I found a new way to play Augusta. And then I think he like missed the cut. So like 75. 67 is par for me. 67 is par for him at Augusta. What yeah, but mean? that's back when you liked him. That's back when you were flirty with him. He, he shot like 76. So he shot a good. We don't like him anymore. Back when shot, you called. He shot a good 10 over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I did. Uh, I, I did text you guys. I did not understand. Did any of you look it up? I did not understand the Sergio and Joaquin Neiman connection. I didn't either. That was that was kind of weird. Um, that would that would be like this is a bad example because Kyle actually loves Rory, but it would be like Kyle up there waiting on Rory at the end because they both spoke English. Like they're not anywhere from anywhere near similar. Like both of them speak Spanish, <laughs> but that's it. Like they're not from the same country. I understood. Some of the other South Americans that were there waiting on him, but it's like they kept show, showing Sergio, and they were like, "Sergio, this is," I mean, he groomed him, and I'm like, "What do you mean he groomed him? The guy's from Chile. Sergio's from Spain. That's not." But if you came on tour and there's basically one other guy on tour who speaks Spanish, you know, probably make a little connection there. I, if you and Rory are both in Saudi playing with a bunch of Saudis, and Rory speaks English, you're gonna hang out with him, you know. I don't think there's. I don't think it was so so much of a uh, 
cultural connection as it is they just are friends i think that's i think that's what it is when i look it up it just says they're really really close and uh have Maybe always it is been cultural kind of, but not geographical i wonder yeah. does does sergio still lives though in texas and arizona because that's where his wife's from like i looked up neiman went to the university of south florida so it's not like you would think he would befriend somebody or somebody would have befriended him from like the orlando area yeah sergio so, mito pieria and Carlos Ortiz are all big buds. And they're yeah, all Piero was there. So I got that. Piero was there. Uh, Which uh, he's Jonathan from Chile. Vegas was, Jonathan Vegas was there, South American or Venezuelan. And, but then Sergio. It's like, then the Spanish guy showed up. I was like, okay, cool. Whatever. <laughs> Sergio. <laughs> they do speak the same language. So, yes. I mean, that is. <laughs> maybe, there's a, maybe that's how they became friends. Maybe I don't so. know. But it was, uh, there is, that does seem kind of a weird connection, but it just seems like they're just really close friends. So, whatever. I'm just saying the way TV sold it. TV kept so they were, they His didn't countrymen. talk about, they, they didn't, yeah, like they didn't talk about Pierre, who is a countryman of his, who they probably grew up playing in junior golf with one another. They just kept showing Sergio and going, his good friend Sergio and his mentor Sergio. And I'm like, that's, that can't be right. <laughs> you know, the, the, what probably it was is that Sergio being there gave him peace of mind. That's probably oh. what it was. And, and you know what's, you know, what's a good peace of mind, Kyle. There's oh, what's yeah. that. <laughs> there's nothing more important than peace of mind being nothing. And that's what Nord VPN is here for to give you Nord. peace of mind while you're online and the threats that face you today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about slow connection either. And plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one a month, uh, one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee where the peace of mind starts. 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 All right, moving on. I really want to dive into this field deal, guys. Um, yeah. And try to rationalize and understand really where he's coming from, what's the end game here, and – what does this mean for like his legacy moving forward? Um, and what I'm talking about is Phil just continuously comes out pounding the PGA tour and almost seemingly carrying water for this Saudi tour. And he's not even committed to it yet. Um, he was on this, he was on a podcast recently and said some really controversial things, um, but just really continues to, pound on Jay Monahan, pound on the PGA tour, just lamb blast him over everything. Uh, and really sort of starts to like hint that he may be headed to the Saudi tour. So, um, I got a couple of questions for y'all. Okay. Hey, like we heard a lot of what Nate said already, but like bottom line, what's your thoughts on this, uh, real quick. Does, do you feel like this could affect his legacy? And then what's Phil's play here? What's his end game here? Uh, and just kind of go around the horn. So Ben started off like you you kind of already heard a little bit of Nate's thoughts. We'll let him go in just a second. But, you know, Ben, what's the end game here? What's your thoughts on it? And um, help, like what about – like how does this affect Phil's legacy? Does it affect well, – First legacy? off, I'm a – 
I'm a big fan of having what they call the contrarian in the room. When you got a bunch of people that group think and they all think the exact same and they all sit around a room like the old guys in the PGA tour and they all think alike, they act alike, they dress alike, they're all alike. None of them are different. Phil is the guy that stands out and he's the contrarian in the room that kind of points at the mole on your face and says, what the hell is that? And I don't mind that. So yeah. as far as his legacy, in my mind, it does not tarnish his legacy. I don't have a, I don't have an issue. I, I love the fact that he's bringing it up and he's calling out the PGA Tour on some issues. For what? That like. I don't, I don't like, I, I think he could have done it a little more tactfully than what he's doing because I don't think, I think he kind of forgot where he was being on this podcast and doing some of the interviews that he's doing. I don't, yeah. I, I know that people said, you know, it's tactically measured. He knew what he was. I was like, nah, I said that could really comes across as like he was being really pissed off. And afterwards he was like, I may have gone a little too far. What like, is I his, have, but I, what is the biggest, what's the crux of the gripe here? I think that there are things that take place behind the scenes between Phil and some of the other guys on tour, some of the veterans on tour with the PGA tour office that we don't ever hear about. And the PGA Tour is not listening to those guys. And Phil's thought, you know what? To hell with it. I'll go public with some stuff then. So that way you have to address it. What, Nate, what is that's what I That's what I think he's doing. Help me understand this. What, what, I mean, I, we get the whole, the media aspect where I like, I can't share my videos or something like that. I mean, which is mm-hmm. whatever. They pay, they pay for the rights to record that stuff. So like, that's not a PGA Tour thing. That's literally every freaking uh media company uh or 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 league in the world does that kind of stuff so like what what else am i missing nate i gotta be missing something i don't think you are i think that what from what i can understand about this whole thing is that that is his biggest gripe is the the dictatorship and the the total control i don't i don't i don't think players have much input across the board and i didn't even know there was a pga tour player policy board until uh charlie hoffman ran his mouth the other day uh so I, I don't know what he wants. I, I know he it appeals to him that if he goes to Saudi, he'll have a ton of control. Uh, so I guess maybe he just wants to be the dictator. But yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I don't get no, the that. Could very well be it. He could. I don't. He, he's he's playing that role of I'm smarter than everybody else in the room, and I need to be the leader. I don't get the impression that he thinks the Saudi league is a good idea, or that he necessarily wants to. Agreed. He's yeah. just using it as a bargaining chip with the PGA Tour, but he's Agreed. being really blatant about it. So at some point, can't they just call his bluff? Because like, yeah, say go, go, yeah. Phil. You, I, I don't. He doesn't want to go. And Bryson came out today and said, and I'm sorry if you were going to talk about this later, but Bryson said I'm staying on the PGA Tour if that's where all the best players were, which is very, very cryptic to me. Yeah, but I, uh, as far as his legacy goes, I, I think this may end up just being a small bump Blip. in the road. Um, I think he's he's having a tussle. I just I think if he's not fighting, you know, if he's not fighting with the PGA Tour, then he doesn't care about the Saudi League. And if the Saudi League is not established right now, then he just is fighting with the PGA Tour. Uh, I I just I don't think it's uh. So hey, you said it best right there though when you said they should call his bluff, Kyle. If you remember when we had this discussion, when we first started started talking about the Saudi Tour, we were like the hell with it. They should just let ever who wants to go go. It's going to be a flash in the pan. It's going to maybe go a year, and then it's probably going to fall by the wayside because not everybody from the PGA Tour is going to go over there. They're still going to want to play the majors. They're still going to want to play the, you know, the 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 quote unquote World Golf Championship. You know, the the WGC events and that kind of thing. So 
I think that's where the PGA Tour screwed up is when they announced this. The PGA Tour should have just acted like it was a minor league golf club that was starting and been like, whatever, y'all go ahead. And then everybody would have been like, well, crap. We were hoping to kind of piss them off and change some rules, and they don't really, they don't really give a shit that we're going. <laughs> so so they, and then they wouldn't have gone. Okay, well, I want to make a quick point about rules. Okay, does the PGA Tour have a different set of rules? Like, is is there are the the rules that these guys play for any different than like the USGA governing body of golf rules? You and asked that last time, and remember, I still looked it up. We cannot find if this new tour is going to have – it is not sanctioned by the USGA. So, no, I, don't know saying, if they can, no. I don't know if they can do their own rules over there or – Okay, I'm not, I'm not going that direction yet. So, okay. I'm, what my okay. question is, my question is, what rules do they play under right now? Is it the PGA Tour rules? No, it's USGA rules. Okay, so why is the gripe with the PGA Tour? What the hell does the PGA Tour have to do with the UC, USGA? Do they have in, to approve the them? I mean, I don't know, but do they have to approve the rules? Do they have to approve? I mean, because it's PGA Tour officials that are the ones out there that are making the judgments on the rulings, even though it's USGA answer. rules. I don't know the an- I don't know the answer to that. See what I'm saying? I'm, like, it's got to be I'm some sure. sort of a partnership because it's PGA Tour officials that are your rules officials on the course, but they're enforcing USGA rules. Okay. I'm going to say this. The PGA Tour, <clears throat> their whole product is the players. That's the, the only way the PGA Tour exists is the guys who tee it up every week. Not the not Jay Monahan, nope. not the rules officials. Their entire product, their entire existence, their entire success is based on the players. And a, a little revolution is, is good every now and then. Like a, a, introducing a little anarchy – some America was formed. I'm just going to get political real quick. America was formed because they were tired of the bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, we don't know it. everything that happens between the tour and the players. You know, all we see is, man, these guys play golf and they make a bunch of money. Like, how can their life be any any better? But, you know, if you need to introduce some – a little revolution to make it the best it can be, because the PGA Tour is, like you said, a bunch of old guys sitting around a table and it's the same damn thing all the time, do it. Let's lock and load. And if, if, and if guys don't like it, go to the Saudi tour. But clearly a bunch of the top players are, you know, have already come out and said, we're not going. So, yeah, uh, exactly. Rory, Rory, even after this tournament, uh, post-round coverage, they had uh, his interview. I saw it um, uh, on uh, tonight, and he threw it out there. He said, I don't see how anybody goes. He said, that's the talk amongst the locker room. So yeah. I don't know that he was supposed to say that, but I don't know how they have 20 guys committed. That's, that's exactly what he guys. he said that. He said that. He's yeah. he said he said the guys that I've talked to and the best players in the world and the guys that are competing every Sunday, none of us are going. So I don't know where they're saying. But do you think that there's a little bit of a we don't really want to say if we are going or not right now? Yeah, would you want to say right now? I think that the Bryson comment said that. But I, I, don't, I think he said, said I'm going to play whatever the best players are. That's what well. That's the thing is if Phil and let's say three other top ten players go, that's thirty percent. That's forty percent. Not of the, a top player anymore. No, I, but the, I'm he, saying if if Phil and three of the top ten players, that's thirty percent of the field of the top ten players. That's what I'm saying. That was a strategic comment. That was a yeah, strategic, yeah, very strategic comment. Yeah. So does he become forty percent? Does he become forty percent of the top ten that's playing overseas? I mean, that's yeah. that's a hit, man. Like everybody talks about, it and I said it only takes three or four players to go over there that are top ten players, and that's damn near half your top ten field. Yeah. 
So, I just I, it seems like to me. I, and like I you said with Bryson, is that his out? If if it's three or four of the top ten, does he go? Well, there you go. There's thirty percent of the top ten. I'm going. I, so that's, then that's what 40%. I said. I said top players in the world. Here's yeah. my here's my deal. This is bottom line. Okay, the PGA Tour is where it is today, not because of Phil Mickelson. It's because mm-hmm. of Tiger Woods. Okay, yeah. so if anybody's asking, should the PGA Tour change anything? They need to be asking Tiger Woods what needs to be fixed, not freaking Phil Mickelson, who's going through a midlife crisis and he is trying to stay relevant. He did win the he won the PGA Championship. Like that should be good enough. No, we're going to do this coffee and workout and all this garbage, and we're going to just be hip and try to down down on the PGA Tour every single chance we get. When the PGA Tour made you who you are today, and there's no difference from the PGA Tour and their media. And, and things of that nature than any other sports league in the country, any other sports league in the country. I cannot go to a, if I'm an NFL player, I cannot go to an NFL broadcast, clip out uh, highlights from CBS without their permission and use it for my, for my personal game. Right. I cannot do that. That is every single sports league in the country. So this whole thing is, reeks of of i'm i feel like i'm aging and i want to stay relevant that's that's what it is and i love phil mickelson and this is very uh very i I don't know how you make the pga tour better besides making it more fun where you have more fun events and fun social media like it's it's the best of the best like people leave their home countries and come to america to play on this tour Kids from all over the world go to college in America so that they can play on the PGA Tour, not anywhere else. Well, I think that's what Ben was saying, and and hopefully we'll. Sorry get for some... my aggression. No, no, no. We love. Oh, no, we, no, love we love that, yeah. Kyle. Yeah, we do. But uh, I think what Ben said is is maybe there's going to be something that we find out because there's there's so much that we don't know. Whenever something like this happens, and I mean, just because the NFL does it doesn't mean they're doing it right. Uh, you know, just because, and the MLB is obviously struggling, right? I mean, their season hangs in the balance right now. So there's clearly some issues right. there. Um, but, you know, whenever you have this, it's, I, you have this huge, and it, it boils down to money. I mean, I think yeah. everything that you see with all these sports leagues is it boils down to money. If it sounds like Phil's biggest gripe is, hey, I don't get to make as much money as you do off of my name, even though you just won the pip. So you want to talk about making someone look like a dumbass? So dumb. anyway, I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't like on purpose. Just well, like, the one thing that I did, I didn't like it because I told to you, pip, I do, I do like that he pip. is, I do like yeah. that he is the quote unquote contrarian in the room. Like he, he will, you know, he will point out some flaws. What I didn't like is when he complained. He complained about the match, and he basically said that they took a cut. They took a million dollar cut from him on the match. And I think that was his quote, that it was a million bucks. And I thought, don't tell me that you went into that not knowing that, though. And you still played. Like, there are plenty of other people that probably would have signed up yeah. to make $10 million to give a million away to the PGA Tour. Like, that, that, that? like he – I don't understand. Like, when he came out with that, he was like, I mean, they took a million – I did the match. I did the match to help the game, and they took a million dollars. It was like, okay, you had to have known that going what? into it. There's no chance you didn't know that going into it. Hold on, hang on, hang on a second. First of all, I was, oh, what? Yeah, the match that he played with Tiger, that ten million dollar purse or whatever it was, and the PGA Tour is in on that. How? 
I guess that it's it was. Oh no! Uh uh-uh. It was some sort no. of sanctioned I'd event. I go to Saudi for that too. PJ Tour, <laughs> no. Whether yeah, he knows it, or, whether he knows it or not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he said I'd he fight for that. No, that's he, stupid. The P- he said they, so just because he's on the PGA Tour. He's yeah. He said that they using their name and likeness and all that kind of stuff. They took a cut. Well, I mean, if that's the case, they, if if that is, it's the, but it's like one hundred percent true. But Nate, then but, f the PGA Tour. But Nate, that's just like Kyle just said. The NFL does the exact same thing. If one of those players goes and does Dancing with the Stars, they're giving a cut to the Shield. I promise you, if they win it, they're getting a cut because they're known as an NFL player. They're not known as Joe Schmo that's competing on Dancing with the Stars. They're the NFL – like, you. once you use the PGA Tour player Phil Mickelson, he's got to give him a cut. Uh, there's some, there's there's some deeper – there's deeper. PG, I'm sure the PGA Tour did a hell, hell of a lot more than just say – you're a uh, you're you're one of our athletes, so give us a million dollars. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna do. I'll, we'll do a little bit more research on that. Uh, we gotta move on just a tad. But yeah, yeah that was so, just his comment. I don't even know if that's true. If that if it was more or less, if it were a percentage, but and they do get out to be a million. I don't know. Yeah, again, retirement. I don't know. They get retirement yeah. too. Like it's it. But anyway, all right. So, got listeners, what's your thoughts on this? So let us know how you feel about. Uh, this whole Phil Mickelson controversy. Am I way out of bounds? Do I? Am I? Is there something that that I'm missing? Is there something we're missing? Let us know. Kyle's uh, mad. I, love I'm, it. I get I love mad. mad, Kyle. I get fired up about stuff. I I, I get fired up when people um, are, I guess, disrespectful. Feel like they're more valuable than they actually are, and they start railing on an item that made them who they are today. And it wouldn't have even been that if it wasn't for Tiger Woods. So let's ask Tiger what he thinks. Let's ask Tiger what he thinks about the Saudi uh, Saudi tour. And they asked I, him I, yeah. in the broadcast. And what did he say? He said, I ain't going. I'm, I'm right here. Yeah, but yeah. I, he's like, I signed up to play on the PGA tour. That's where I'm playing. There you go. There you go. That's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Kyle, so you're not going either? I'm not going. So Saudi Rory goes? What if Rory goes? <laughs> Don't chop my head off. <laughs> sorry what if rory goes so uh i'm gonna be sad if rory Phil just watch antonio brown just walk out on the jets that day and he's like huh okay let's see how this goes yeah that's what happened it was the, it was like, the bucks i kind of like that okay yeah either exactly. playing the jets whatever man <laughs> no they were he was for the i think he was on the bucks playing the jets there you go yeah you're yeah. right yeah you're right all right uh I'm leaving Last, this podcast. I'm going to the Saudi version. One more thing, but one more thing <laughs> to talk luck. about. But first off, I want to give a shout out to Swannies.co. Use coupon code DadBodGolfPod dash twenty five. Take twenty five percent off. Check out that brand new black hoodie with the scoop neck. It's not the. It's not a uh, quarter zip. Uh, pretty sweet. Nope. Um, and the partial bit of the new line is available now. You can log on to their website Swannies.co. They got brand new polos, brand new pullovers. And he says the second half is going to be even better. Uh, can't wait to see all that stuff. Go ahead and check them out now. You better start getting on that stuff now because it's going to be going pretty quick. Uh, and then you have to wait for the restock. So, uh, swannies.co, coupon code dadbygolfpod dash 25. Right. broken. Where this fashion starts. Last, real quick, last thing Tiger Woods interviews all weekend. Um, is there anything big to take away from that? I have one comment, but I'm going to let y'all start. Uh, any big takeaways from that that you have from Tiger hey, Woods? I didn't see. A, I just saw a couple of quotations on the Golf Dodgers Instagram. He said he will be back. I think we kind of already knew that. Uh, I didn't. I, 
I would say pretty vanilla as far as Tiger interviews go. I agree. Uh, They kind of pressed him on the Masters thing a little bit. Faldo, I love Faldo's little sign-off, even though he's a pansy. His sign-off on the interview on Saturday uh, with Tiger was, uh, we'll see you at Augusta. Um, then they kind of, kind of left it at that. Like nobody said anything. It was that nobody awkward silence it. and, yeah. and then they went right back to coverage. So, yeah. uh, so I did, I did like that. Um, he, he didn't give us anything, but he did say he wants to be able to compete before he gets back out there. And he said, that's what he's working on. Uh, I did, I did like this. He said, I'm not just playing to be playing. I'm, I'm going to, I, I want to. Like, I want to have a chance to be at the top of the leaderboard, which is kind of odd because he's always said, I'm not getting in a tournament unless I have a chance to win it. And he didn't yeah. say that. He just yeah. said, I want to be able to compete. And he said, right now, I don't feel like I can do that. Um, why? My Here's my thing. Why do we have to be so cryptic? Why? He's I always I guess that's, been that way, that's part of the That's part of the mystique. I was like, please just tell me when. That's part yeah. of the mystique, I guess, of Tiger Woods. But, like, I mean, he's like, he start, first of all, he started talking about how it's hard to walk on hills. So they're like, okay, well, um, Harbortown and St. Andrews, pretty flat courses. Would could you think you can handle those? I just don't know. I just got to, you know, but I think he does know. I think he does know. And maybe this is part of the whole suspense. And like when it does drop, it's like a huge surprise. And uh, I, I don't know. I just, I think he's got a goal. He's just not telling any of us. It's sort of aggravating. I think part of it think is he has just target. imagine anything that you say being national news. And if you don't do what you say, then it's also national news. So like talk about not being able to walk something back or like, you know, Sunday you're like, Hey, I want to play Thursday. And then Monday you're like, ah, I'm not. Both of those what about the par three? Course. They asked him about the par three contest and he's like, he's like, not playing that unless he tees it up. I don't think that's, yeah, he's that's, never played that. So I don't know why it would start now. That's true. Yeah. He doesn't why play. not though? Some guys don't. I don't, yeah. I don't. I think he played it a long time ago, but he doesn't now. I, I mean, what if he wins? Who cares? I mean, I just don't. I, don't, I mean, they're just just little thing, little things like that. Like playing the par three court. Let's just see you play on TV. Maybe like, you will know. Charlie's kind of more into it. I don't. Man. I don't mind him not doing that though, Kyle. If if he's, I don't think he's taking this approach. But if he's taking the approach that I'm not going to take away from the other guys by showing up and playing the par three course. Because that's going to be the news. Take away no, from who? No, Jack no, Nicholas? no, that's not. Yes, it will be. <laughs> yes, it will be. Tom Watson. The par three, the oh, par oh, three oh, course oh, oh, will oh. have way more coverage if Tiger Woods is in it than it already gets. That's a I good promise. thing. But he that's doesn't good thing. do it. He just doesn't want to. But it'll just, be all Tiger. It won't be anybody else. That's not. I don't think he. Just, I don't just don't think he cares. Yeah. yeah, and maybe not, and maybe that's just what it is. But like, I just, I don't know, man. Just, just give us something, man. Just give us something to look forward to. Because he said, he said he really felt like he was going to be playing in 2022. That was exactly what he said. I think it's at some Andrews. point in time, I do too. That's my, that's my guess. At some point in time, he's going to be playing in 2022. If you know that, you know when you're coming back. Like I think you, he you knows. already have, you already have something circled. I'm I think he you, knows he because JT has said that he thinks he knows. If he circles something, if he tells you what he's got circled, and for whatever reason it doesn't work out, like I, I just what I just sounds like it's easier a, something a setback. I don't know a car accident. How bad are these reporters? Because JT did say he said yeah he said when I've been hanging out with him like he's he's giving me a target. I am wearing JT's ass out if I'm a reporter every yeah. time that I walk in front they of probably him. Probably do. 
<laughs> get him drunk. Get him drunk and ask him. Get him drunk. Yeah. Take him down to Tiger's restaurant. Get him drunk. Get the wife involved. Like, you can, yeah. or he's not, is he married yet? No. Did he, didn't oh, he just get married? Or is he you know what? Go take, like take, take the low oh. blow. Ask the kids at one of the tournament. Kids never lie. They'll tell you the truth. Exactly. Exactly. Just get, get, think, let's, he does have a fiance. Jillian was, 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 yeah. Get Jill. Let's get let's get J Dub involved. She a, she a South Alabama girl. <laughs> let's get J Dub involved. She I bet you she get, I bet you she knows the answer. Anyway, anyway, all right, guys. <laughs> Great Monday show. Riviera was awesome. Phil, you know whatever. I'm, I'm upset about Phil. I'm very upset about <laughs> Phil. I'm very aggravated because I really like Phil, and this is making me. Um, this is kind of like, uh, I feel like it's kind of like watching your dad get beat up in a fight. If that makes sense. Like, you, I love it. I think you've that, said that's, that before. I'm, I probably said it, yeah, but that's, that's definitely it. what it feels like. It's like watching your dad get beat up in a fight and you don't really know what to do. It's just a bad look for somebody that you really, really care about and you really like. And then Tiger just, but is us. it? Cause he's had so many people that, I mean, yeah, we've heard the bad takes, but I mean, there are other people that have come out and supported him on this. Yeah. They're like, Greg hell Nor- yeah, give it to the man. And Greg Norman is excommun- Greg Norman is excommunicated from golf over this. You don't think yeah. Phil could? Phil could too. Yeah, Greg. Well, he hadn't done himself any favors through the years anyway. But- and Phil's not doing himself any favors right now either. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, guys, appreciate it. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We really appreciate y'all listening. Uh, check starts. us out on Wednesday. A diabolical Would You Rather Wednesday is Would coming your way. You. Rather. We've already been we've already been prepped on some things. Uh, we've been doing our research. We're ready to go. So y'all check us out on Wednesday and then again on Friday. We really appreciate it. Love you guys. Dad by Golf Pod. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.